Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. just getting started, it's just winding down, or it's somewhere in the middle, but here we are, and I'm glad, you and me, grateful I have no desire to drink today, I used to wake up with that desire, it was all I thought about. It was all I thought about. I didn't think about anything else, ever. Twenty-four hours a day, seven days a week, I knew where the nearest alcohol was at all times. I had to know. Where is it? When am I having more? Is there enough? How How can I get more? I used to wear this leather jacket. And I cut holes in the pockets. So. We would get alcohol. And. um, That way I was I was able to take a lot and hide a lot. So my leather jacket was like surrounded by bottles of rum. I liked rum. Anyways. Crazy. I always had to know where it was. I remember being at a bar and that served me underage. And um, it was two o'clock here. The bar starts, stops serving at two. And um, it was two o'clock. And I remember right before I was escorted out of the building, saying to the bartender, there's, you're not gonna. St- you're not gonna stop serving me right now. If you stop serving me right now, there's gonna be a problem. We're gonna have a problem right now.
So I don't know where you're at with all that, but I can access all that very easily. I keep that close to my heart. When I first got sober, I didn't. I just thought it was gone and it's not a problem anymore. You hear people say that all the time. Drinking is not a problem for me anymore. It's not, I'm not sharing about it because it's a problem for me. I'm not sharing about it because I'm struggling with it. I'm sharing about it because my gratitude for the insanity of the first drink's removal is paramount in my life. That's why I'm talking about it. And I say that because usually when I have this conversation with people, usually, usually, most of the time, when I say things like this in some kind of a group setting, I will be shut down with, well, I know, but, you know, I know. I I hear what you're saying, but drinking's not a problem for me anymore. As if I'm saying it because it's a problem for me. As if I'm saying it because... I don't, I mean, that's why I'm saying it. It's a big deal. So when I, when it first went away, I took it for granted, big time. Eh, it's not a problem for me. You can talk about it, but to me, it's about, it's about thinking now. It's about life now. It's about, well, all that is true. In a way, but I never want to forget again, take for granted the incredible gift of not feeling that today. We have a daily reprieve that's contingent on the maintenance of our spiritual condition. That's different every single day. There's sometimes I feel pretty blocked there are times I'm I don't know it's an ongoing thing I want to do the right thing I want to grow I want to I have a sincere desire to grow closer to God. That desire is sincere. I make mistakes daily. I make mistakes every day. I act out of selfishness every day. Despite knowing what I have learned and Experiencing what I have experienced, I'm still learning and growing every single day. I claim nothing other than that for myself. Nothing. One thing I do claim is that I have a piping hot cup of French roast coffee in front of me from Trader Joe's. 
mixed with this Don Francisco's hazelnut that's just... Jeez, killing me. I'm going to have a sip right now. You should grab your libation and, and have a sip with me. Toast. Here we go. Damn. What is that? It's a little cup of God's will is what it is. I want to read an email to you now. I love the emails. I appreciate them. Email me at sarcasticbigbook at gmail. Or message me on Instagram, sarcastic.aa.book. And have fun with all that chicanery. I want to read an email I got from Morris. Hope I'm pronouncing that right. A thank you a thank you note is what it's called. Hey there. I found your podcast pretty recently, and I've been on and off in recovery for years. But your podcast finally helped me take the final step to go to an AA meeting, and it's changed my life. Listening to you talk about your early recovery and your first episode with Dave, the way you describe God and selfishness, it's resonated in me in a way I didn't think possible. So thank you so much for doing what you do, making others laugh, and being a light in the darkness. Another AA. Well, I can't even tell you how happy that makes me to read. It makes me happy because that's God working somehow. And I don't think it's me and I don't think it's you. I think it's God working in our lives. It's really amazing. Makes me very emotional to read that. I don't even know what to say about that. Beyond what I'm saying. I don't even know what to say. But I'm glad you're listening. More than that, I'm glad that you have found the strength to go and that it's changed your life. Absolutely amazing. Today when I was running this morning, when I was a blur around the trail, I was doing the third step prayer in my head and I was dissecting sentences in the third step prayer and I thought you know what I think I will 
do this out loud on the show. So that's what I'm going to do. On page 63 in the book Alcoholics Anonymous, second paragraph, if you want to read along, we are now at step three. Many of us said to our maker as we understood him, God, I offer myself to thee to build with me and to do with me as thou wilt. God, I am giving myself to you so you can build with me and do with me whatever you want. Not whatever I want. Whatever you want. It's a huge decision to make and it's a huge statement. I'm giving myself to you. Inherent in my doing that must be a letting go of how things are supposed to go, how things are supposed to look for myself and for the people around me. The focus shifts when I do this to something else. Relieve me of the bondage of self. Relieve me of the bondage of self so that I could do your will better so I may better do thy will so I can do your will even better I can do your will better when I'm not afraid I can do your will better when I'm not judgmental I can do your will better when I'm not feeling less than or better than I can do your will better when I'm not close-minded. I can do your will better when I'm not afraid of what you think of me. That's all self. I can do your will better when I'm not resentful. So please relieve me of that. That jail. That is self. Not so that I feel better, which I will, but so I can do your will even better. So I can be more effective and more helpful and more present. You know, if I'm not present, I don't think I'm... Not being present diminishes my usefulness, I have noticed. Big time. I don't think God uses me when I'm going 10 miles an hour, 20 miles an hour, 30 miles an hour, 40 miles an hour, mentally. I don't think he can. He needs me right here, right now, in this moment. He needs me to stop. So relieve me of the bondage of self. Not, I'm going to start working on myself, but relieve, take it from me. Relieve me of it so I can do your will better. Take away my difficulties, that victory over them may bear witness to those I would help of thy power, thy love, and thy way of life. Take away my difficulties. 
to me, that doesn't mean remove the challenges of life. It means relieve me of the bondage of self. Let me see. Let me not see this as a difficulty. Instead, let me see this as an opportunity to demonstrate God's power and love and way of life. That's what that means to me. Not, you know, I have this thing that's going on and I need you to remove it. No, I need you to, I need to change my, I need to get in harmony with it by demonstrating love. Take away my difficulties. Take away my difficulties so that my victory over them will help people. Look what I'm faced with. Look what I'm going through. And look at what God is doing. Look what God is helping me do with this difficulty. May I do thy will always. May I do God's will always. I said in the beginning of the show, I don't, it's not like we cannot maintain perfect adherence to these principles, but they are possible to achieve in moments in my experience. I'm going to stop there. I have a photo shoot that I got to go to today. It's It has a derogatory title. So, cover your ears. Um, if you're not into bad words and stuff. The magazine is called <laughs> You know, it's not that derogatory. It's called <laughs> It's called Sexy as Fucking Fuck Weekly. <laughs> so And again I'm on the cover. <laughs> uh Photoshopped heavily. I want to give a shout out to Happy Joyous and Three on the East and West Coast. Black Rhinos. Designed for a living. That's not in the book. Sore Gratitude's podcast. Podcast greater than yourself. And uh, special hello to Chelsea. And to anyone who needs to hear it. I want to say everything is okay. Everything's okay. Everything is okay.
On the cover of this magazine, it'll wear something red that buttons down all the way in the front. things to do. I have people to make uncomfortable. Alright. Have an amazing weekend. It will be if you decide it. Hopefully you will be relieved of the bondage itself. I'm going to ask for that. And on that note, I am going to go try to live a life that's worth saving. Hope you'll do.